This is WPCast, the podcast where we share our experiences building WordPress products and productized service businesses. I'm Doug from Efficient WP. We specialize in building WordPress websites with our design in a day service. We also provide secure hosting and maintenance, including all upgrades and fixes. If you know someone who needs a new design, a stable, long-term solution for their business website, have them check out EfficientWP.com. I'm David. I build beautiful and simple WordPress plugins that drive conversions, such as easy pricing tables and OptinCAD. OptinCAD helps you grow your email list by letting you add powerful lead capture forms to your site and comes with a bunch of really cool conversion-enhancing features. Visit fatcatapps.com to learn more. This is episode 45 with Barry Kuich from Never5. So, Barry, I met you in Sevilla at WordCamp Europe and we had this uh, plugin authors meet up there and you were basically the one who you were basically you're basically dominating the meetup but not in a, not in a bad way but you were just like sharing so much information and everybody was just really glued to what you were saying so uh, I thought we'll have you on the show here how are you doing hi uh, thanks for having me I'm, uh, I'm doing fine thanks how are you doing good yeah. do you want to give us a quick intro about yourself like how did you get into WordPress where are you from what are you doing how do you spend your days my name is Barry Goy. I am um, from the Netherlands. Yeah, I, I've yeah, kind of freelance. I work at my own company called Never5. And um, I used to work at Woo on uh, WooCommerce. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and like you said, a uh, plugin developer. And we met at, uh, yeah. uh, I think it was called the Plugin Stripe, something yes. like that, in, uh, in Seville, which was a lot of fun. So, uh, so how did you get into uh, WordPress development in the first place? Yeah, so I used to work at a local uh, development company, and we used to make websites. One day, my former boss walked in and said, like, we've got to check out this thing called WordPress. <laughs> and I think this was um, five years ago, something like that. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of cool. So we started using it for the really small websites and then started doing more and more with it. And then I think about three years ago, I created my first plugin, as in uploading it to .org. I think I only do WordPress at the moment, so just kept on getting deeper and deeper in this WordPress thing. <laughs> That's cool. So how did you get involved with WooThemes? I went to, I've been to the last two WordCamp Norways, and I met Mike and Jay and Scott there. Uh, Scott used to work at WooThemes back then. And uh, we just connected and uh, started um, playing video games together and everything. <laughs> and then one day... Uh, they sort of joked uh, into saying, like, uh, when are you going to come work for Woo? <laughs> and I replied in, well, I've never actually considered an option, but that would be pretty cool. And then I think James fired one email, and uh, in a week <laughs> I joined Woo. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That's awesome. So Woo, same as Automatic, is a very, or was a very distributed company, right? So did you end up doing a lot of travel did you end up making it to south africa and you know travel around to meetups and stuff like that no well i, I used to uh, travel to uh, i went to seville and norway and a couple of other word camps um while i was at Wooting. unfortunately not to south africa um though the word camp cape town is in september and i was actually invited to come but i can't because word camp netherlands is around the same time uh uh, I'm an uh, organizer of that WordCamp, so it's just to uh, 
it's yeah, it's kind of sucks. <laughs> but I have to skip South Africa for uh, for the local workout. Yeah. But maybe next. So one thing that I thought was very interesting uh, when I met you was that so as Wu Themes was acquired by Automatic, you were basically faced with the option of either um, giving up your plugins that already were you know you already had really good traction and you were having paying customers and all of that. So you basically had to make the decision, are you going to give up all of that and sell it to automatic or are you going to quit working for uh, automatic uh, and do your own thing? Because I guess automatic has a no side projects policy, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's in a lot of people really think that like automatic was the, the bad guy in, in this whole thing. But um, I mean, automatic has had this rule for, for a lot of years and then they acquired Wu teams which didn't have this rule so it, it kind of created a really awkward situation wherein you suddenly hire 55 to 60 people that have different uh, contracts right yeah. mm-hmm. so uh, yeah they offered me uh, uh, they offered money to, to, to purchase the, the plugins and uh, but um, I just didn't see myself being happy uh, not having my own products because you put so much time and effort into into your own stuff and then you just uh, I don't think that that money would make me happy if that makes sense yeah it's more more about the um, I guess like the ownership and the freedom to to work on what you want I'd, I'd say yeah yeah and just something that you're so passionate about and you're making this commitment to these customers and then Yep. One day to the next, you're just like, oh, you know, I know that I promised you this and that, but I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel like doing that. Right. And one thing that I did find interesting is that, say, unlike Doug and myself, um, you have a family and uh, you have one kid, right? So there's definitely a lot more guess responsibility that you have because for us you know like we can live on very little money if we have to if something goes wrong um it's a lot easier to take risks i think in our position so i imagine it was uh you know you did have to think over the offer and you know because it's it is definitely a more stable option oh yeah definitely yeah and i just had to uh just calculate right because i mean the advantage is that i've had the business already when i had to make the decision so I already had a steady income on okay. the business that I could calculate in saying like how much is it making now, how much do I think it will grow. Yeah. Um, I just made a calculated decision. And I mean, obviously, I've, I'm making less now because um, I used to make the same amount and within <laughs> salary. Yeah. So that whole uh, uh, income is gone. But I mean, the business is still growing and now I can spend full time on it. So that's really having an impact as well. Yeah. So do you want to uh, tell us a little bit more about your different products? Yeah, sure. So uh, I currently have four uh, premium products, uh, paid products. Uh, I think one of the most known ones is uh, related posts for WordPress, which is, um, well, it's kind of obvious what it does. (laughs) It creates the option for you to have related posts on your WordPress website. Uh, One of the Cool things about the plugin is that it's uh, it caches everything, so it's it's really not harming your performance, and uh, and it allows you to do related posts on custom post types. So you could say like on a WooCommerce shop, uh, I have a blog as well, and I want to have related products for my blog posts. Yep. 
uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, the other one is Download Monitor, which allows you to um, track, manage, and set up uh, downloads on your website. Then there's one called Post Connector, and Post Connector is sort of a it's more like a technical plugin, so it solves the issue of not being able to connect post types to each other. So with Post Connector, you can. Could you give us an example? Yeah, so I know that um, I think Carrie uses it on on her podcast website, and what she has is she has like sponsors and episodes, and uh, not every sponsor sponsors every episode. So these are two post types, and with Post Connector, she connects the two together. Um, so you can automatically display your sponsors per episode and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Just saves you a lot of time. Say if one sponsor changes a logo, you don't have to change sixty episodes uh, because she pasted it in <laughs> every content. So that and then my latest one is called uh, WP Car Manager, and it's really new. It's like one week old yeah. now, I think. It's it's a WordPress plugin for managing vehicles, and at this moment specifically cars, but that's yeah. obviously extendable. Um, and that's that's uh, on one end. If you want to, if you're like selling cars and you want a website to list your the cars you're selling, and mm-hmm. we're working on uh, the next version, will make it possible to create more like a car marketplace. Mm-hmm. So you can also create cars from the front end and. Uh, yeah, create a, a marketplace with cars. It seems pretty yeah. cool. Um, I remember, I think both Doug and I were checking out your website last week, and at least I was kind of surprised about the car manager product because I guess you definitely didn't have it when we last talked in Spain. Um, and it did seem, I don't know, it just seems surprising. Like yeah. a car manager <laughs> it's a, a bit product. of a niche. It looks really nice. So, yeah. Uh, You've got it's your really uh, nice, yeah. screenshots great, yeah. on uh, on the website. Uh, so, I wonder how you how did you um, do like research uh, for this product or like just in general like at this point when you release new products how do you how do you do market research and how do you decide what to build? So I got a uh, I got like a personal list with ideas I want to uh, ah, okay. create, and this was one of them. And it's, it's funny because almost everyone, and this was my biggest fear as well, is like, this is really niche, right? Are you sure you want to make this? This is pretty niche. The reason, and I mean, I, I still have to prove this, right? But I, I do think it's really niche, but I also think that, I mean, you're serving the complete world, right? It doesn't matter that I'm located in this town in the Netherlands. I'm, I'm serving the complete world. Right. Yeah, and if you just think about how many car dealers there are, in the complete world, right? How many people that are selling cars? And I'm not only talking about the professionals, but there's a lot of people that, like, in the nighttime, fix up cars and then try to sell yeah. them. Yeah. I think there are millions of, of people that do that. So if I can get, like, 1% of, of, of a million, that's still quite some cost. Yeah, and, and if you serve, if it's a small niche, but you serve them really well, and something like this, there's probably not any competitors or any any solution that's no. even close you you could dominate that market i think yeah that's the reason because i had a couple of niche ideas and i went for this one to start with because um there's uh, there's only two competing plugins at the moment out there and they're just not built in a professional yeah. way right they're 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 not su- suitable mm-hmm. for if you really want to sell cars through your website they're not suitable yeah. And, and another really nice thing about WP Car Manager is that it's a um, 
it's an extendable idea. So the chorus really, um, what it's supposed to do is quite basic. So it lists mm-hmm. bars, yeah. right? And I mean, I have to admit that I've spent maybe like 25% of the time not coding, but reading into cars <laughs> yeah. because you need to find out like what's the type of data yeah. you want to list, yeah. what's it chill. So, um, but, but then, then you got this basic thing about adding and listing cars. And then there's this whole uh, extendable platform that's available because every country has its own marketplace already. So I'm going to create extensions for you to have your uh, car automatically being pushed to the yeah. market. Right? And I mean, you could say I want to charge for an advertisement or, or I want advertisements. But, I mean, there are so many things you can come up with that aren't basic, which are extensions. And that's where the business model is in, mm. in, in WP Club. And I imagine you can, uh, can take the framework and change it to something else. Like, you know, one thing that comes to mind is real estate. Uh, yeah. You know, there's the basic framework, I think, can be applied to, to houses. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, real estate is uh, uh, is the next thing oh, I'm going to be working okay. on. And, Makes uh, sense. It's, it, yeah, well, it was either cars or real estate, and real estate had a bit more of professional competition already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, since I was going to do them both anyway, I decided to go for cars now instead of over a few months, and maybe some other competitor comes first, mm-hmm. right? Right. But yeah, def- I think the market for real estate is is... Well, maybe not bigger, but bigger in a way of that more people think about listing their real estate in, mm-hmm. instead yeah. of listing their yeah. cars. But yeah, I think about 75% is reusable. There is definitely some really specific vehicle stuff, but a lot of it is reusable, that's true. Cool. So um, do you want to give us some more information, uh, like what kind of scale is your business at at this point? Uh, do you have any employees or freelancers that are working for you and helping out with you doing everything by yourself i'm doing everything all by myself at the moment it definitely seems impressive to me because you have so many plugins and so many extensions and i was just checking out your uh, website never5.com and i think you mentioned that half of your customers get a support ticket answered within two hours or so which Mm -hmm. is just super impressive Um, how, how do you manage to juggle all of this so uh, I have interval. I mean, there's a lot of luck. It's not really luck, but most of my customers are from the U.S., uh, like 55% of them. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So they all send in support requests when it's in the evening for me. So when I was still working at Woo, I was really able to still serve those customers because it was in the evening. And now I just have uh, like rep- support set so i check it when i wake up when i check it at noon and in the evening and about nine ish in the uh i mean around dinner time and at nine ish in the evening mm-hmm. so there's like a three hour slot between all of those support rotation checks for myself i mean if you've built the product yourself it's quite easy to support it right so mm-hmm. most yeah, right. most questions i have text expander which is a tool that uh, if i type like three words it will make a complete paragraph of, uh, of text uh as a sales reply. Ah, okay. And, and like 75% of the questions are, are the same anyway, right? So um, a lot of people lost their license or uh, a lot of pre-sales questions are like, yep. a lot of people just email you with pre-sales questions 
And most of the time, the questions don't even make sense. I think they just want to check if they get a reply, <laughs> <laughs> which is which kind of makes sense, right? Because you're not really sure if there's still someone behind this website. Oh, yeah. They just send you a question, and you reply, and then they purchase like in ten minutes. <laughs> that's that's actually a good idea. So I should do that next time I think about buying something. <laughs> yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, just the amount of time it takes to get the pre-sale question answered, because you can probably assume that pre-sale tickets are going to be answered faster. Then <laughs> technical support issues, right? I, I like don't the make first thing on the list to answer. Yeah, I have. I mean, I do my support like first in, first out. But um, right. I can imagine big companies having separate departments for presets. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember at one point um, a couple of years ago, I bought a WordPress plugin and I didn't really like it. And I, I had like some support questions, and I think it took them like two weeks <laughs> to reply, <laughs> and then I asked for a refund, and it took another two weeks to get the refund, and it was just. Just a bit of a hassle, this whole thing. So, but I think I think it's good that there's a lot of people in the WordPress space now, such as you, that really take support seriously. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's one of the. I mean, um, it's on my website, and and then um, I'm sponsoring a WordCamp as well, and yeah, you have to give a description, and those are the moments that you really get forced into thinking about how is my company different than other companies, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I'm definitely not the cheapest, and and that's not what I want to be. So right. it's it's gonna come all down to to high quality code and high quality support, right? And I think both are equally important. So you having a system that doesn't crash is just as important as when something goes wrong that you're there to help. So yeah, that's that's how I want to differentiate myself in this space. And I think there's a lot of room for it. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. really solid USP. Uh, one thing I'm curious about is your uh, traffic sources. Um, you so since you use this extension model, at least for some of your plugins, um, you do have very popular free plugins, right? Is that where you get most of your users, as probably most plugin shops do? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think mo- I think it's safe to say like seventy to eighty percent of my sales come through um, either WordPress.org itself or the free plugin on someone's website. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. We just uh, had an episode with uh, Peter Zoom, whom you also know, and uh, he was talking about the difficulties of getting traction for his product because he does not have a WordPress.org listing. No, that's really difficult. And, and, and I think it's his first product, and something I've noticed is that um, every product you launch, it gets easier. I think partially because you know what you're doing a little bit more every time you're doing it, yeah. and uh, and because you got this track record of of more and more people. I mean, when I launched Post Connector about two years ago, uh, I emailed like 20, 30 websites, news websites, and I think I got three replies, and they all said, uh, "No, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I get that, right? I mean, who? who yeah, I didn't have any plugins on the org. No one knew who I was. And now when I launched the car manager thing, the, the first version is always me just launching it and it's ready to be released, but it's definitely not done yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and you hear that you get mentioned on websites already while I didn't reach out to anyone. So it gets easier the more stuff you launch. I really believe it does. Do you want to uh, tell us a little bit more about the extension model? Um you know, particularly download monitor, you've got uh, the free base version, but then you've got mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different extensions uh, that that add a lot more value 
Right. So, uh, I mean, there's a lot of plugins currently doing the extension model. I think one of the most known ones is uh, WooCommerce. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's really powerful in multiple in multiple ways. If you look at it from a developer's perspective, it's really nice because when you get really niche requests, you can still build them without cluttering your um, your main product. So for related posts, which is not extension based, I sometimes get questions and I really like the idea, but I just don't think that the majority of users will use it and then I don't want to put it into the actual plugin. As with Download Monitor, I just create a new extension and, and see if it will sell. Mm. If you look at it from a business perspective, it's really nice as well because I, I believe that one of the hardest things to do is sell something to someone for the first time because on there is this risk online that will this product work if I get any yeah. issues, will this person reply? Maybe I'll just pay you via PayPal and that's the end of it, right? I don't <laughs> even get a zip file. I mean, this stuff happens. Right. And yeah, you can get your money back. Well, credit card and PayPal, it's a hassle to get your money back, right? With an extension model, once you have someone who did the first sale, they're very likely to do another purchase at your store if, if you're offering something they like. And you don't have to convince them a second time that you're trustworthy and that you're actually going to deliver them what they want. So I think there's there's business wise you can make more money easily than with just a premium plugin because you can do the cross sales and upsells yeah. and all the fancy business terms. And I think it's a lot easier for people to get in, you know, to one extension at a pretty low price than yeah. you know to buy, you know, if there's just a, a free and a pro version and the pro version might cost you know hundred dollars or more. Uh, so there, you know, it's it's a bit more of a barrier than if you had, say, like a twenty nine dollar extension. Definitely. I hundred percent yeah. agree. And and it's funny how because uh, they're like they're twenty nine, right? And and people buy like four of them, yeah, separately, more without having any issues with it. But they really have to consider this one hundred dollar purchase, and that's with everything, right? So it's it's easier to sell multiple small extensions to someone instead of one big yeah. one. And, and I think also people, uh, you know, they don't feel like they're buying things that they don't need. You know, if you have, yeah. you know, only only one or two features that you really need out of a product, um, you know, certain things like, uh, you know, Gravity Forms is an example of, of something that, that I use. And I do have a developer license, but I think it's 200 or more dollars. And, uh, their structure, there's not like you can't get the add-ons without the bigger license. So I right. think they're, you know, it's, it's harder for people to make that jump. Um, you know, especially if they haven't tried out the product itself or you know certain features to see if they work the way they want. Yeah, true. I agree. So this conversation that we had in Spain as well about you know you just telling me about the benefits of the extension model probably made me think more than, you know, any of the talks that I attended, which is just, again, an interesting, you know, thing that oftentimes at those kind of conferences, you get a lot of value or you get more value out of those random hallway conversations than you get out of um, attending talks. But one thing I'm curious is, um, so you're obviously very, uh, a, very much a big believer in the extension model at this point. Could you see yourself refactoring related posts as well to turn it into uh, using an extension model? 
so I've, get, I've, <laughs> I've thought about that a couple of times already. And I mean, business-wise, it's possible. You could just give all the current customers just some sort of license mm-hmm. that would give them all current and future extensions just included in the license, right? The thing is that I don't think that, I think related post is something that has one job and it has to do one job really, really good. Mm-hmm. If you're going to make extensions for it, it's going to, I think it's going to feel a bit like a scam as in you get very little because you have to like take stuff away from what it's supposed to do in its core mm-hmm. to make them extensions. Whereas with a download monitor or a car manager, you can really give them a solid, full-featured core version and then make really niche stuff as extension. I mean, there's not that much niche stuff for a related yeah. post plugin. Yeah. So one of the things, uh, you know, with your download monitor extensions, a bunch of them are third-party integrations. Yeah. And, you know, with something like related posts, I really can't think of... <laughs> uh, you know, applicable third-party extensions that you would really connect to. No, it's hard. And I know that, I mean, Related Post does integrate with a couple of other extensions, but that's more because it's the extension or the integration is on the other side. Mm-hmm. So Related Post does integrate with um, WP Job Manager, for example. Mm-hmm. But the integration is on WP Job Manager's side. So they add some sort of filter where and then Related post knows, oh, for jobs, this is actually important data to find related jobs. Oh, interesting. Uh, I do have an extension, but I have one extension for related post. Uh, I just don't call it an extension. Mm-hmm. And it's a WPML extension. And it's because uh, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of WPML, <laughs> and I don't really believe in the way they structure their data. Yeah. But a mm-hmm. lot of people use it. And uh, if you were using related post before with WPML, you would find you could find English posts to a Dutch article, right? Mm, yeah. um, so I've created an extension which adds WPML compatibility. So if you, it's a free extension. I'm not charging any money for it, but it just requires some sort of coding <laughs> that I would call hacking that I just didn't want to put that <laughs> in, the, yeah. in the... I don't want to give that awful code to everyone so if you're already using WPML then you might as well get this extra hack <laughs> that's awesome so um, hey Barry I think um, we are just at about the right time to wrap things up here do you just again want to um, tell people uh, where they can find you and your plugins um, what's your website maybe Twitter or email so, uh, I mean, if you go to neverfiber.com, you'll just find all of, uh, uh, of the products that I offer. Uh, and if you have any questions, feel free to ask them at Twitter at KageNL. That's uh, C-A-G-E-N-N-L. Right. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for yeah. being on the show. And uh, if anybody, if anybody um, you know, needs uh, related posts, which probably most blogs really do, or anything else that one of Barry's plugins do, I think you should definitely check out his product. He obviously has awesome support and uh, really nice and clean code behind his stuff. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Thanks. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. You can go to wpcast.fm to read the show notes and listen to all of our episodes. While you're there, subscribe to our email list where we share our experiences building WordPress products and productized services. We'll never spam you and only email you once or twice a month. <laughs>